The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. When regular people think of heinous crimes, murder is usually up there at the top of the list. It is unthinkable for decent people to commit a crime that involves deliberately ending the life of another person. Most of us would never imagine actually doing such cold-blooded violence against others. In moments of intense frustration, we might imagine it in our hearts, but we would never dare act on such wicked intentions. As we have learned last time, biblically speaking, such hatred is already tantamount to murder in seed form. Consequently, the Sixth Commandment requires us not only to refrain from harboring hate against others, but it also requires that we be committed to loving others. It is easy enough to focus too much on the negative aspect of the commandment, do not murder. But the positive aspect of preserving life is also enjoined by God's law. Question 68 of the Catechism asks, What is required in the Sixth Commandment? Answer, the Sixth Commandment requires all lawful endeavors to preserve our own life and the life of others. When we consider it this way, the Sixth Commandment suddenly becomes much harder for us to keep. We are required to preserve both our own lives as well as the lives of others in every way that we can. This does not only mean guarding against violence towards all human persons. It also has direct implications on how we should take care of our health. The Sixth Commandment requires that we view our human bodies as part of the good creation that God has placed under our stewardship. What we eat, the kind of activities that we engage in, the amount of rest that we get on a regular basis, all these play into our observance of the Sixth Commandment. This teaches us to avoid the error of the ancient Gnostic cult groups that saw an unhealthy dichotomy between the soul and the body. They taught that material reality was evil and that only the spirit truly mattered. According to this view, it doesn't matter how we use or abuse our bodies because ultimately salvation takes the form of our spirits being released from limited mortal flesh to become unencumbered pure spirits. 
However, this is completely opposed to the Christian vision. The fact that the Lord Jesus Christ took on flesh at his incarnation teaches us that God's plan of redemption does not only concern the spirit, but the whole creation, our bodies included. That he was resurrected from the dead tells us that our bodies too will one day be resurrected if we are united to him by faith. In the meantime, while we continue to hope and trust in his future return, the responsible thing to do is to live in a manner that is consonant with his concern to not only preserve life, but to give all who believe everlasting life. As those who trust in Jesus, who is our life, we are to be agents of life here on earth. We must seek to preserve and to promote life in all the ways that we can. We must protect the life of others, we must pay attention to our health, and we must seek to oppose all wicked efforts to belittle the worth and dignity of human life, whether among the elderly population the able-bodied population, or human life in the womb. We must celebrate life and be committed to preserving it because our God is not a God of the dead, but of the living. This is what the Sixth Commandment requires of us. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.